0: Good evening, everybody. I'm Jared Smith at James Briarton on location in uh, Exton, Pennsylvania. Um, As we're talking about Ida, uh, the remnants of Ida moving through uh, the Carolinas yesterday and uh, today are causing significant flash flooding, significant um, uh, tornadoes uh, in parts of uh, New Jersey. A very significant tornado looks like it came out of the plains. We'll talk about that here in a minute. But James, uh, we'll, we'll start with you. Um, so you're out in it right now. I can see the brain, the misting on your glasses here. So, uh, tell us what you see and tell us about kind of your day just in general.
1: Jared, this is the compass that Ida has been, uh, today and in the last few days. It is making its long trip from New Orleans across portions of the Southeast and Mid-Atlantic now making its way through the Northeast and it's going to be history soon. But until then, it still has to work its way through portions of the northeast. I'm in West Chester County, Pennsylvania. which is just to the west of Philadelphia, a region that saw its own uh, unique severe weather outbreak with tornado emergency being issued earlier today. Places like Trenton, New Jersey, where flash flood emergencies are still off for portions of northern New Jersey. And a severe thunderstorm warning with the tornado possible tag in effect right now for the New York City metro area.
0: We have a tornado warning now.
1: For where?
0: For New York City.
1: Okay, so this is uh, a storm that, of course, its headline being its category four landfall near New Orleans, Louisiana Gulf Coast earlier in the week, but its it's impact still being felt now days later as remnants and we'll talk more about what I experienced, but all of that playing second fiddle to the fact that this storm is maintaining its historical nature from that Gulf Coast now through the eastern seaboard. What, what can you tell us, Jared, about that tornado warning for, for New York City?
0: Yep. So this tornado warning, it looks like it just came out um if you're New York City, in fact, I don't even, okay, so yeah, it's barely even coming through over here. Give me just a second. Uh, give me just a second to, um, I'm gonna, what I'm gonna do is I'm gonna queue up the radar behind me um, and we'll, we'll get a, we'll get a good look at this here. So let me switch to, so let me switch to the radar. It's a mess. This is a mess tonight. Uh, just, just a huge mess in the Northeast, but the area that we're concerned about right now is over Harlem. Um, And this is not the best look, so let's go to the single site Doppler. And, yeah, you can see that we have a Tornado Vortex signature showing up um, right around uh, US-9. Here's your rotational signature. That's pretty good. Um, It's blurry. Uh, Why is this blurring out? I don't know why that – oh, you know what? You know what? I'll turn that off. There we go i uh i was in portrait mode whoops not the time to look pretty so this Uh, is
1: fort lee new jersey
0: right fort lee new jersey is just north of manhattan it the the weather service warning has it um so here's the warning tornado warning for south central westchester county and southeastern new york bronx county and southeastern new york new york county manhattan In southeastern New York until 930 at 905, a severe thunderstorm capable of producing a tornado was located over Harlem or over Mott Haven, moving northeast at 25 miles per hour. Before we were going on, James and I were watching this. We were starting to see this kind of generate on the terminal Doppler. And sure enough, it it has gotten going here. The radar indicated rotation right now looks like it's about rated across... um, I mean, it's going to cross I ninety five here in a second, um, if it hasn't already done so. Hey,
1: Jared, just yeah. for context, that's the George Washington Bridge.
0: Okay, George Washington. Thank you, thank you. Uh, that's what James I'm here for. A, a James, our resident New Yorker, um, it helps us with these sorts of things, and uh, it's a it's a it's a cool party trick, and uh, so it's going over to the George Washington Bridge. Wow, that's that's really impressive um so radar indicated tornado what we'll do is look we'll look at a um, correlation coefficient so far no sign of any debris uh being lofted but that is certainly uh, something they're going to watch closely this is a pretty well correlated i mean this is a let's go to the rotation product that'll clean things up I and mean, that's pretty good i mean that that's
1: yeah jared that i'm gonna is hop on a second and be back with you you keep taking this yeah.
0: That is not normal uh, for the, uh, for the New York area. I mean, that's just, that's just not normal at all. And, um, and so again, if you are uh, going down a, I mean, a lot of you are not doing this right now and i am kind of, <laughs> you know, I'm kind of used to doing tornado coverage with you, with y'all. But again, this is a, this is a, looks like this is going to get close to uh, Bronxfield, New Rochelle, uh, Pelham Manor here. Yeah. Um, in fairly short order. And, uh, let me, uh, see if I can't try to cycle through the frames here, but I'm having a little bit of trouble with that, but, uh, suffice to say that, you know, it has been an unusual situation today up in the, um, up in the uh, New York Metro area, uh, where James is, he saw a lot of flash flooding, um, where, you know, and, and, and where James came from, we're going to talk to James in a little bit more detail here once he gets out of the rain. Uh, talk about that. So, again, we, this is a, a pretty impressive circulation uh, by any measure, and it's definitely not one that they see up in this neck of the woods. And, again, this is all Ida. Scroll back out here, and you can see I've got the isobars up, and I've got the surface winds up. And, and 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 these thick green lines are flash flood emergencies, not flash flood warnings. Those are the highest tier Flash flood emergencies. Uh, the Weather Prediction Center had a high risk of um, uh, of uh, flooding here uh, today, and that so far appears to be verifying, uh, based on the numerous flash flood emergencies now that stretch really from the uh, really from Delaware through the um, the Philly Metro. Um, let's see. I think this is a considerable tag. I want to say that's a considerable tag, actually. Yeah. So that's a considerable tag. So the flash flood emergencies come from north of Philadelphia, now all the way up into Bridgeport, New York, uh, which is uh, rather impressive. Uh, James, I'm going to bring you back in real quick. What you got?
1: Uh, so I was I was just making a, a personal call. So as you know, uh, lots of people uh, on the move tonight, and uh, we're trying to navigate some folks through a lot of this weather, which. Uh, hopefully, most people are just heeding the warning and and saying. But here in again in Westchester, Pennsylvania, where I am, we're still getting rain, and we've been getting rain here for hours, which is why we have those flash flood emergencies and flash flood warnings. Now, you may be asking yourself, why are Jared and James on the Carolina Weather Group talking about the New York City, the Philadelphia metro area? And it's because we're continuing to cover Ida here on our regular Wednesday night show of course it came ashore category four on the gulf coast of louisiana this past weekend we're starting to get some glimmers of good news out of that region some of the first reports of power being restored uh there today but of course lots of folks still without power and the devastation along the gulf coast still being accounted for now i traveled today from charlotte to hear I uh, got off the train in Wilmington Delaware and then made my way into Pennsylvania and I actually was riding Amtrak and the crew of the Crescent train is based out of New Orleans and I was talking to some of those gentlemen who tell me that luckily their families are okay they're still in the dark Amtrak has been originating that New Orleans to New York train the last couple of days out of Atlanta, and those guys are hoping to get home soon. What's also funny, Jared, as I'm standing out here in my hotel, is we have some crew buses from Amtrak that have just pulled up. And because I think a lot of this all comes back down to the impact of this storm. When I checked into my hotel here earlier at the crossroads of a couple of these uh, Eastern Pennsylvania highways, people were coming off the highways to ask if there were any rooms that were still available because of the flooding from this storm. That was occurring. People weren't able to go anywhere. It was for the last several hours that this county road outside of here was closed as the uh, local fire resources were trying to conduct multiple water rescues here in just Chester County, Pennsylvania, asking for boats from neighboring jurisdictions. You can see that the rain is continuing to come down, and it's still gusty at times. But now, as we are continuing to watch this rain move through. Beginning to get the back end of it here in uh, Pennsylvania. We're going to see tomorrow in daylight the impacts that Ida still had days after landfall, not even as an official tropical system anymore. Again, forcing the National Weather Service to declare things like flash flood emergencies and tornado warnings for the Philadelphia metropolitan area. And now at this nine o'clock hour on this Wednesday, moving into places like New York City, Jared, where you're watching that tornado warning for New York City. It's an incredible storm.
0: Yeah, it, this is um, this is certainly very, very, very. It's, it's unusual, and, and the tornado threat up there is not over by uh, you know uh, by any long shot. We have. Um, let me. I'm going to go back to. I'm going to get the watches configured up here. Yeah, um, I can tell you
1: that uh, the watch for like Long Island, for instance, which is I think the furthest watch east, it goes until one a.m.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and that makes sense. I'm gonna. I'm just gonna zoom out here real quick and just give you all a general idea of what this looks like. I'm gonna take myself full and I'm gonna take our. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take the uh, the radar full here. And yeah, so here's your tornado watch. I mean, here. I mean, this is a this is a this is a standard tornado watch still in effect. Uh, you know, along the east the east side here, still plenty of inflow, still plenty of wind shear. We were we were watching that earlier, and there's still plenty to, you know, to plenty to hang your hat on with that. Um, and I'll
1: tell you Jared I'm I'm worried about this just looking at the power of this storm continuing at this hour it's the nighttime and this storm is still mm-hmm. continuing to impress us
0: Yeah and 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 James as we know nighttime tornadoes are not exactly um that's not something that we generally like to do here at all much less in places that don't do nighttime tornadoes
1: And I'll tell you, um, for anyone who knows me or anyone's about to know me, I have family and friends on Long Island. That's where I grew up. And I called my sister before. And we don't have a NOAA weather radio in the house that we grew up in. I think I'm about to change that because it is needed at least a couple times a year. But I just reviewed with her the steps to make sure that her iPhone was prepared to receive the wireless emergency alerts. You go into settings, you go into notifications, and you need to make sure those government alerts are turned on. And I told her, don't put your phone on silent tonight. Keep it on. Because if you get a tornado warning, I want that phone to wake you up. I want you to go into the basement. This is a part of the country where there are basements. And then I want you to call me so I can tell you what the hell's going on. Um, But I I made that call tonight. And and that's, you know, that's one of the keys. We talk about multiple ways to get warnings, especially at night. Emergency, no weather radios, uh, TV, local weather apps. Sometimes it just comes down to someone calling you. And waking you up, or telling you what's going on, or in this case, uh, keeping that open line of communication.
0: You can be, you can be that source of weather information for somebody you love. It, it, you know, if you hear the warning and you know somebody is there, I mean, calling them that is a that is a great thing to do. That's something that we're always going to encourage people to do. In our neck of the woods, James, and in, in, in your neck of the woods, obviously, um, you know, as you have family up there. Uh, it's very certainly. unusual. This
1: is very unusual for this part of the country. Yeah. Not, not that it never happens, but it is.
0: Yeah. yeah, this is this is not. Yeah, this is this is this is not normal. I mean, this is, there's this is, I think that there's no other way to slice this. This is just this is just not a normal thing um, that we're used to in this part of the world. So, uh, James, let's let's get you back inside. Let's get you starting sounds, to dry off and like lovely idea. And, and and we'll go back and we'll kind of and we'll reset here a little bit and we'll talk a little bit more about uh, where Ida has been. Um, Ida did move. Ida's remnants did move up um, through Georgia and Western North Carolina. If there's good news to report, there is that we did not have a repeat of the flooding from Fred. That was certainly a concern that we were that we were watching very closely as we were uh, as Ida's uh, track. Um, evolved here, what I'm going to do is I'm going to bring up the storm reports let me um, just in that out real quick. I'm going to share my screen here. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about um, the storm reports that have uh, come through, and I'm going to go ahead and take that take that in here. And you can see, um, you know, this is uh, these are Weather Service uh, storm reports from various offices uh, in the Carolinas, mostly along western North Carolina. You can see there's a pretty good damage swath here, um, a, a decent line of thunderstorms. Uh, along the leading edge of ida uh, move northward through uh western south carolina and uh, western north carolina down to a bunch of trees um from augusta all the way up through greenville Spartanburg, um into near asheville and into the pisgah national forest so again um ida was certainly felt here but not to this degree thank goodness um this is the same area that that only a couple weeks ago was devastated by, uh, hurricane Fred. Well, not her, uh, you know, the remnants of Fred, I should say. Uh, so certainly, um, you know, we, we definitely caught a break here, um, in the Carolinas, uh, from this, uh, from this storm. So where is Ida now? And again, this is where this is, this is just absolutely, you know, as we've been talking about, this is absolutely nuts. This, this is a, a tornado vortex signature in, New York City where they make all the picante sauce that's not pace. No, this is not an endorsement. But you get the picture. Uh, and, and and James I uh you know it, this is uh this is rather something I'm going to I'm going to go ahead and uh, get the the wider view back up here and you can see you see I got the isobar see where my mouse is. This is uh this is re- this is the main low of the remnants of Ida and it's uh, drawing up moisture in from the Atlantic. Um, you still have a lot of wind shear in the northeast quadrant of this storm. That's where we're finding the the greatest tornado risk today. Um, and you can see these really bold outlines here. This is a flash flood emergency. Um, can you yeah, push that in em- a little bit, Jared? Yeah, yeah. Let me, um, yeah, let me uh, get this uh, zoomed in a little bit. And James, if you want to, if you want to, kind of take the wheel here a little bit too.
1: Yeah. Well, and, and one of the things I heard you talking about as I was walking back in was the uh, storm damage that Ida did produce in the Carolinas, and Tim Pounds, who produces our Carolina uh, panelist playlist series on Spotify. Uh, he lives in that Augusta area, and he mm-hmm. told me those, those storms they were quick. Mm-hmm. they were moving fast when they yeah. those.. Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Uh, Ida I mean, as we know, Ida stayed wound up for a very long time. It just became an extratropical
1: system not too long ago. And medieval. you know what's fascinating about that title and we were just talking about this with fred these titles they yes we have to categorize these storms but mm-hmm. we get so hung up we as in human beings get so oh, hung yeah. up on which category this thing is yeah. think about what fred did to hayward county as a depression think right. about what ida is doing to the new york city philadelphia metro areas tonight as an extra tropical remnant mess right attached to a front exactly right
0: no that's exactly right and 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 again you know we had a huge mess in the northeast huge huge mess in you know Philadelphia New York i mean this is not small potatoes population here this is not small potatoes infrastructure
1: as a guy who grew up on long island whose biggest annual weather concern was typically blizzards maybe tropical every few years what i felt when i got to this hotel tonight was the same feeling I had as a kid when a blizzard would keep us indoors for 24, 36, 48 hours. It was cool. OK, I'm not going anywhere. What am I eating? I wasn't going to venture out for food. The road was closed. I wasn't going to ask for delivery. And I just went down to the hotel lobby, and I got whatever was in the lobby, bistro, and it. And it was just kind of like rummaging. And now that's I'm just me. I'm fine. I'm safe. Went for being outside. My day was long traveling through these storms, but I mean that's the situation that a lot of people found themselves in. Some version of what is this, and what are we doing now?
0: Mm-hmm. And James, it, 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 as I remember correctly, you found yourself actually in some tornado warning polygons oh. as you were traveling today, yeah, and I was um, not happy about this. Yeah, you, you did not see any, which is good news. Yes, um, correct. So, so that is helpful, but still. Doesn't make for a relaxing travel by any stretch of
1: imagination. No. So I was riding Amtrak, as I mentioned earlier in the show, from Charlotte to Wilmington, Delaware, to make my way here into eastern Pennsylvania. And um, we were doing okay. I was watching the the different polygons. um, And it wasn't until we left Baltimore. We were sitting in the Baltimore Union Station and I looked at Radar Scope and I went, we're going east. This tornado-worn circulation is heading north. This is the same one, mind you, that had produced damage. In Annapolis, um, outside the D.C. area, and I thought, "Oh, this is going to be like playing chicken." And so our train left, and I thought, "Surely Amtrak is watching this, right? It's not just like some guy playing meteorologist in the back of the train." And uh, the, before I knew it, we were straddling two warnings of of different circulations, and I mean, we came within four and a half miles of the circulation in this warned cell, and I. I fired off an angry tweet to Amtrak. Last I checked, they didn't answer. And I was just like, I'm sorry, is this a part of your standard operating procedure to go through tornado-worn cells? Because to you and I and everyone else watching the show, what's the thing they always say in tornado warnings? Seek shelter. Not cross your fingers and hope you can outrun it.
0: Yeah, that that usually doesn't work out very well. No, Um, I know what
1: choices do I have when we're on the tracks going eighty miles an hour and there's no safe place on a train? No,
0: there certainly isn't. And um, hopefully, they knew something you didn't—that
1: their train was going faster. I don't know. I don't know, but I'll tell you. I'll tell you though, as we were heading north and we just got out of the polygon, the southbound train passed us, and I thought, I'm sorry for those folks. Oh yeah, we had just gotten out of it, and now they're going back into it, playing. Yeah.
0: Yeah. I mean, and you hit, you know, some blinding rain, even, you know, in the second leg of your trip today. And and, and again, you know, that that comes back to you know, some of the issues that we're seeing in the northeast this evening. Yeah. Let me talk about travel here
1: for a second. First, yeah. of, all, first of all, don't. Second of all, um, a couple of things that I was reminded of today that are super helpful. So when you're on Amtrak or you're on a highway and you're going rural areas, bring that NOAA weather radio with you. It was key for me on the train, where having 3G or 4G cellular was nice when it worked. But then I could still tune in NOAA weather radio. I could still tune in FM radio. Even if I was essentially powerless on what happened to me and where we were going, I still like to have known. And then the same thing in the car ride. I was, you know, I had a NOAA weather radio in the car. Um, I had a Jared Smith on the line. Not everyone has a Jared Smith on the line. <laughs> but I do. Again, it goes back to that communicating for friends and loved ones of... Hey, what's happening near me? Can you help me out? Or calling them and telling them uh, is is kind of crucial. Um, yeah, have have we talked about? I know we talked about the tornado warning and the tornado emergency for New Jersey, but those pictures right before nightfall, coming out of the Trenton area. I mean, you could have told me it was Norman, Oklahoma, and I would have believed you. Yeah, I, I, don't, I I'm. I don't
0: think I've seen anything that we're cleared to use, um, but easy Twitter search.
1: I'll tell you right us. now, NBC Philadelphia station was in a neighborhood. It had to be minutes after impact. Yeah. Again, I mean, it, looked like, it looked like something at a tornado alley.
0: I mean, Annapolis. I saw pictures of Annapolis earlier. Look trashed. I mean, it was it was not good. We do have. I mean, we 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 are getting questions uh, from Ithaca, seventy eighty. Is a tornado where? Um, and uh, and so again, that we're, let's 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 revisit this real quick. Yeah. And and I'll take myself full, and we will go to uh, we will go to the radar. Which is right over here, and so again, I'm going to take the radar data off for a second so we can see where the tornado warning is. So here's your tornado warning. Um, this includes the northern, you know, this includes uh, Harlem. This gets into Bronxville, New, New Rochelle, uh, Pelham Manor. It gets into basically, you know, gets into the Bronx. Uh, is just Yonkers is just outside of it. Now, we don't have a confirmed tornado, and that's good news. And again, when we're looking at the velocity here, it's not quite as defined as it was um, when we got started. Put on the rotation here. This rotation is looking a little more elongated. This wind shear is starting to look a little more elongated than it was before. I'll step back a couple frames
1: Um, when this thing was really starting to ramp up. I I don't want to speak for them, but this warning only goes two more minutes, and they've already issued a severe thunderstorm warning with a tornado possible tag. I think they may be getting ready to transition
0: this. Yep, yep. I, I I definitely agree, and um, that that is a a, a good. That if you hang around Weather Service long enough, that's what they do. Is that if it's a good telegraph of what they're thinking, um, it it does you know make it important for folks who are you know <laughs> who are northeast of this thing, so White Plains, Stamford. Oh, you uh, still
1: get you still got to be at the ready. You still have a severe thunderstorm warning coming your way. Yeah, damage is very- wind.
0: Yeah, wind is wind. Um, and you're gonna I mean you're gonna be running into issues here. Um, you know, for at least the next several hours, Toronto watches out until one a.m. Uh out there. And this threat in this threat moves into um, you know, this this is not just in in New York. Again, this is uh, moving into parts of uh uh Connecticut. Uh, Rhode Island, you do not get in on the fun. Um I'm not sure, and I'm sure you're not missing any of it, but it certainly gets into, uh, certainly gets into Connecticut here as well. So we've got a little more time uh, with this uh, severe weather uh, for the next few hours up in the uh, Northeast. So again, Ida has made its presence felt, you know, all the way from New Orleans, Louisiana, all the way up to New York City. Um,
1: so much about Ida, Jared is incredible i mean it made landfall as a cat for 72 hours after its first advisory and now another 72 hours later we're talking about i'm, I'm looking at it now we're still getting in reports of water rescues in new jersey from aida
0: mm-hmm. yeah flash flood emergencies everywhere um, considerable flash flooding uh and these are issued by the weather service this is this is weather service language here this is the, this is probably the strongest language for flooding that they've ever used
1: you know and I, I'm so glad you you hit on that because I just realized we've been saying tornado emergency flash flood emergency but I'm not sure we defined that is worse than a flash flood warning and it is used sparingly to say jokers we're not kidding
0: yeah I want to say let me um I'm going to, I'm right now, I'm in the process of just taking all the polygons down. The tornado warning has expired. So that is some good news. But again, that has been replaced by a severe thunderstorm warning with a tornado possible tag further north and east. What you got?
1: You may have said this already, and I apologize, but those flash flood emergencies we're talking about now include New York City. I was just getting there. Yeah. I was, you and I are on the same wavelength.
0: Yeah. I was just getting there. Yeah. There is now a flash flood emergency um for new york city um this is a flash flood i mean this is here's 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 a text from upton this is a flash flood emergency for new york city metro this is a particularly dangerous situation seek higher ground now at 9 28 p.m eastern daylight time doppler radar indicated heavy rain across the warned area between two and 3.5 inches of rain have fallen the expected rainfall rate is three to five
1: inches in one hour Okay, I'm gonna say something and it's gonna sound stupid, but I wanna point out the obvious. Manhattan is an island. It is surrounded by water. Yep. Yep. So when they say seek higher ground. Empire State Building? I mean you got plenty of buildings to choose from. <laughs> that that's some good news. And I'm not saying the whole island is flat. There are hills, but I'm just yeah. wanted to convey to people. We're talking about a, an island that is at sea level. Yeah, that's not... It's not a relatively thick island. No,
0: it isn't. I'm going to put on something else that I've got the... Um... So here is the radar estimated storm totals. This is from the uh, multi-radar multi-sensor system uh, that the National Weather Service runs. And let's just go through this. So first of all, let me take myself full real quick so you all can see the scale. I think that will be helpful. Um, Although you can't see the scale because I so much. You can
1: tell from the brightness of these colors, but please do tell us what they are.
0: Yeah. I mean, so so let's talk about that. 10 inches. Let's let's just zoom you're here 10 you're inches. Prince- and, how, and what's the duration of this? This is over the last 12 hours, 12 hours. I thought you would have said like 72. No, this is over the last 12 hours. This huge swath of very heavy rain that set up roughly from looks like uh, Oxford, Pennsylvania through Westchester. Um, Familiar. Uh, yeah. I mean, uh, just uh, let's uh, you know, Phoenixville. Doylestown Lambertville looks like the bullseye here the 10 inch bullseye is right around Lambertville Flemington here um, you know Stockton Pennsylvania and this goes up uh, actually no 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 you're in the correction that's not Pennsylvania that's New Jersey at that point I apologize Again, yeah, I don't get up there very often um I mean, this is the Carolina Weather
1: Group currently doing severe weather coverage for the New York Metro.
0: Exactly right. Yeah, we're not exactly good at this. So this is not exactly our typical territory. And we appreciate you hanging around with us for this. But uh, but you can see from this swath here, the swath is now taking aim at New York City. Just give a general
1: idea of where we're at with this. Um, Jared, I'm sorry to interrupt, but I want to yes. let all of our fellow weather nerds know that we were talking about those pictures out of um, NBC Philadelphia earlier of the tornado damage in the Trenton, New Jersey area. They're currently live on Weather Channel. So okay. anyone who's not in the Philadelphia area wanted to see uh, the Weather Channel has now moved into that same neighborhood.
0: There you go. Yeah. yeah. It, you, and if you haven't seen anything tonight, trust me, you're going to see it tomorrow. You're going It's going to be everywhere tomorrow. This is... Uh, this is uh, th- this is
1: it's rare, but it's increasingly not. Yeah, and, and the, the, between the impacts and the rapid intensification, every one of these storms is starting to feel like deja vu.
0: I mean, and Ida, Ida was probably one of the more extreme examples of rapid intensification. I mean, I know Michael, Michael revving up to a Cat Five in no time. But we at least had a few days with Michael, Ida. We had 72 hours at best. Yeah. Um, and 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 kudos to the modelers. My goodness, they nailed it. Um,
1: the we modelers are really good. We, as in again, a society, human beings, but National Hurricane Center gets the credit. Oh, yeah. They man. are really good. With the path, and I think everyone knows that there's still work to be done when it comes to intensity.
0: But I will also say this is that they did a very good job of forecasting explicitly rapid intensification. If you looked at the, uh, if you read the, if you read the discussions, and really they were very aggressive about it. They, I mean, they were at Cat three with those first advisories for Ida. They were at Cat three intensity south of Louisiana, so they were forecast. They were explicitly forecasting rapid intensification. Um, and they left it open. The discussion was like, yeah, this could get close to a four or five. Um, and, uh, I, I, this, yeah, this, <laughs> is, this, this is, this is great. <laughs> God dear. I mean, Hey, we are so lucky in this yep. country and, and that's, that's three bucks. And this is not shilling. This is not, you know, shilling for the government or anything like that. Literally $3 a year. I think if that. Of your tax dollars go to the national weather service for every citizen so i think it's like two or three dollars a year
1: and while there is a private weather sector that is out there so much of the weather data we consume at home whether it be on the apps that come pre-installed on your phone whether it's the meteorologist on television um It's coming from the National Weather Service. Mm -hmm. It's the National Weather Service that's issuing warnings. It's the National Weather Mm -hmm. Service that's installing equipment at airports to take observations. Yes, there are smart meteorologists who are not in the Weather Service who supplement in their particular avenue. And very important. Very important. The communication of this is key. But none of it would work if we didn't have the National Weather Service. And they are some unsung heroes.
0: Yeah, no question about it. And, and again, and again, you know, kudos to the, uh, the, you know, again, we have kudos to the forecasters of the Weather Prediction Center who called this out for what it was. The high risk swath that they issued was massive. I have never seen that big of a high risk. Um, let me see if I can't pull that up actually. So, uh, we'll we'll look at that real quick. And again, this is going to continue tonight. So again, if you have friends or family in the Northeast, you know, I, I'm sure that they're going to be seeing this uh, uh, throughout the day um yeah the the high risk of flash flooding continues uh let me just uh zoom in on that and I'll take my screen full real quick and then we're going to talk a little tropics um but I wanted to show everybody the day one outlook here from the weather prediction center um oh wrong button and again you can see I' wow. kind of yeah I mean that's uh that's that's not normal you know that's just that's just not normal at all let me see if I can't Uh, I guess I have forgotten how to use a Mac anyway, it's fine. Um, But I mean, that's, you know, there's, there's your major flash flood risk in some extremely populated areas stretching up, you know, and and the moderate risk. I mean, again, this, this whole area, I mean, that's, that's Boston. I mean, you you basically the whole, the Acela, right? Like the Acela
1: corridor. Thank you for the train reference.
0: Yeah. I mean, that basically is it. And so um, certainly certainly just it just Ida has been quite a, a just a, a yeah. quite different thing. Well, I mean, I'll um, tell you,
1: you know, Brad Panovich, chief meteorologist at WCNC yesterday saying Pennsylvania is in for a hundred year flood event. I'm going to go out on a limb and say that verified.
0: We'll, we'll see how it turns out, but I mean, I'll, I can pull some data to figure that out. And I'm sure that that's, that's going to be something that they're going to they're gonna do. So um for those of you who are watching us in the Carolinas, uh, real quick, uh, if there's one sliver of good news is that Ida's circulation is going to push down some actually really nice air.
1: Oh yeah. Um, dew points are, I I'm missing out on these very comfortable dew points.
0: Yeah. The, the, the dew points are going to be really nice over the next couple of days, especially in North Carolina uh, and in the Northern South Carolina, it's going to, this is going to filter into the Charleston Metro too. And it filtered filter down, but this, the front is going to stall out over Georgia and it's going to take a couple rounds of, dryer to really get the rest of the Carolinas, but it's going to feel nice. It's going to feel a lot nicer tomorrow and it's going to feel really nice. Um, on, um, it's going to feel really nice on Friday and it's a nice way to bring in the, um, it's a really nice way to bring in the, uh, uh, holiday weekend. I mean, it is a long holiday weekend coming up,
1: which, uh, um, uh, we <laughs> happy to give you. 20. I would have thought I would have thought Ithaca was in New York. There's an Ithaca in New York.
0: Uh, who knows? Maybe they, you know. Maybe they came from there. So. Uh, so hi to everybody. Um, you know to everybody watching us tonight. Um, again, uh, we're, we're glad you joined us for you know this is a, this is kind of an unorthodox or, show for us. We don't normally um, we don't normally talk New York weather, but uh, but again, this has been it's just been a day. That is for sure. So let's talk tropics, and then we'll get out of here. So we're going to take this full here. So here's the five-day outlook from the uh, National Hurricane Center. Obviously, we've got Ida, who is uh, still a remnant low, causing problems. We've been talking about Ida all day. Kate was a tropical storm, and just the funniest advisories, Weather Twitter just had a field day with kate tropical depression kate sinking southward and struggling i don't know is this everyone just like we identify with you i think in 2021 year two of covid (laughs) we really identify with kate but kate is no longer a tropical system advisors have been discontinued that's done really the big one here um the big one here is Tropical Storm Larry, which is looking very good. Yes, um, it is. Uh, it is a legit Cape Verde, Cabo Verde uh, uh, hurricane there. And uh, let me see if I can't get a uh, ghost full disc of
1: that before we uh, get out of here. Um, just a set things I can say while you're pulling that up. Yeah. First of all, I don't know if you can put me and Fleetwood on the screen. I wanted to explain to you, Jared, what it's gorgeous means. Uh, because there are gorges in Ithaca, New York, and so they say that the town is gorgeous. Nice. Okay. And and Ithaca is explaining. No, I got my name from Greek mythology. I totally <laughs> had it before Ithaca, New York. Nice.
0: That's great. That's great. We're all learning a little something tonight. In case, uh, in case yes. any of you, in in case any of you all have to, you know, uh, head north. I am.
1: I don't get. I don't get a chance as the New no. Yorker transplant living in Charlotte on the Carolina Weather Group to flex no. my New York knowledge. So I'm just. I'm doing it now. Uh, while you're pulling up um, the uh, the scan uh, for Larry, do you have it. Yeah, there it is. Give give the serious Larry business, and then I have a happy note we'll end on. Go
0: ahead. Yeah, absolutely. So, so again, Larry, here is. I mean, that's a pretty good looking storm. Um, It is. It is forecast to become a major hurricane, and and you know, and right now, I mean, it's so far out there. uh, The good news is, is that we're not. You know, not right away. Is not it? Is not a major issue for anybody in the U.S. It's not an imminent threat by any stretch of the imagination. Let me get the cone out for you, and I will once again share this. Let me uh, pull that. It's almost like I. It's almost like I do this every once in a while.
1: It's almost take like this, we're
0: live. Yeah, it's almost like we're live or something. Uh, take that full. So there's Larry, there's Larry's track here, um, and again the. Uh, the CVT. I, I don't. I, I I know my time zones, but clearly uh, I not. I
1: Didn't even know what you were referencing when you said that. So yeah,
0: it sounds like a it sounds like a motor or something like that. Anyway,
1: the M stands for though. The M yes. stands for major cat 3. Yes,
0: fire. it is a major hurricane. And again, uh, looking at the Hurricane Center track right now, again, it's a seventy mile an hour tropical storm right on the cusp of hurricane strength, probably. Uh, it probably won't be much longer before they sign off on you know giving it that five mile an hour bump uh, to make it a hurricane moving west at 22 and again as you can see here on the graphic it is forecast to turn um, generally uh, <clears throat> generally west west northwest um, we'll see what happens with this uh, you know the, the 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 odds for a storm in this part of the area. In this part of the world, typically is a recurve, but we cannot take that for granted. Uh, Florence showed us that. And, um, (laughs) and so, you know, so we, and we do have some ridging here and we're starting to get into that part of the season where we start getting some cold fronts coming across. And the age old question in September is, you know, will it meet up with the trough of the cold front and and shoot away from the U S certainly if you have plans in Bermuda, I'd be keeping an eye on this. This is a, you know, again, depending on how far
1: any plans in Bermuda, but that does sound nice.
0: It does sound nice. Uh,
1: But especially since I'm actually still now wearing wet clothes. from Exactly. Exactly.
0: So, so, you know, this is something that we're going to want to keep an eye on over the next few days, but right now it is nothing of imminent concern. And I think the other, the other area, James, um, that, you know, of interest, uh, there is also the potential for additional development uh, in the Bay of Campeche. Once again, mm-hmm. Um Near there, we'll see what happens. This is where Ida originated. However, it yeah. does not look as
1: favorable as it did before. I also want to um, tell people as we come into September. It's September 1st now. September 10th is the bell curve historical peak of chopsticks. Yep. Yep. We April. are in it. Yeah. Yeah. We we are in it to win it. So can I, James, can I, uh, us, can I leave us on a positive note? Yes. Absolutely. I'm sorry for the name association. I had no control over that. But I would like to wish our friend Larry Sprinkle at WCNC a happy 23rd anniversary Oh wow. of waking up every morning uh, to his viewers in the Charlotte area. If you live in Charlotte, you know Larry Sprinkle and 23 years at WCNC. And um, we're live, so I can't say it's in the, the, the text or the descriptions right now. But if you listen to us later, we'll put it in the text and the description. You know, we've had Larry on this show a couple times, Jared. And he'll tell you the stories from Hugo and other major Carolina storms. The man is a living history of Carolina weather, and he's got a great name for it. Yeah, that's his real name, by the way. I, I, you know,
0: some for some people finding your calling takes a while. For Larry Sprinkle, it was obvious. So congratulations to uh, congratulations to Larry. Twenty three years. That's uh, that's. That's awesome. You know, and 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 there's something there's something wonderful in it, it just knowing what the news business is like and everything there of having somebody be there for so
1: long mm-hmm. and you know somebody that you really get to know. Um the it, viewers know him. Larry's seen the station change ownerships, change locations, mm-hmm. Don't get him started on changing of branding. Um, it's a whole long thing. So yeah, yep. Larry. Larry has withstood all of it. Yep,
0: absolutely. We have a we have a, a an anchor legend in Charleston retiring in October. Bill Sharp, forty eight years at Life Five News. He has seen it all. He literally has seen it all. Um, not a meteorologist, but a beloved anchor. Uh, in Charleston, South Carolina. And um, that is truly the end of an era uh, for television news uh, in our neck of the woods. So, you know, so that is um, having those trusted longtime names is, is is, uh, that's an asset that you, that you you don't realize you have until you have it. So cool. Well, listen, everybody again, you know, the good news is for the Carolinas is we got a really nice weekend of weather coming up. We're going to be getting into some drier air. It's not going to feel as humid. So, let's take some solace in that. Um, Ida is going to be out of pretty much all of our hair tomorrow. Um, And that is a, a, a wonderful thing. Um, I think I'm pretty sure that we will never have another Ida. Um, That would be up to the WMO to decide that the world meteorological organization when they meet, but it's almost certain that that will be retired. Uh, And again, you know, you keep the people in uh, the new Orleans Metro area and, and, southeast louisiana and your thoughts they've got a long way they've got a long road to go and there's some historic you know there's some heroic efforts going on down there right now but it's going to take time and um you know so we want to make sure that you know that you know that they are you know that the, you're thinking of them and you know we can we'll share out some ways to help um as well on and our social will, channels
1: will silvers
0: eric thomas is retiring soon yeah At
1: wbtv mm-hmm We are going to be interviewing him coming up a little retirement exit interview that Scotty Powell will be conducting. And so we will have that for you coming up in due time Mm with the Carolina Weather Group. So if you needed a reason to like and subscribe, there it is. There it is. There it is. I'm going to go put some dry clothes on.
0: Yep. You go do that, James. And, uh, and again, for James Brierton, I'm Jared Smith. Uh, Thank you all for watching the Carolina weather group live here on a Wednesday night as we track the remnants of Ida and uh, enjoy the long Labor Day weekend. And we'll see you next week.